Django. Django. Hey yo, episode 13, Enter the Lab, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? <laughs> you were on mute, so I was afraid you, you were going to turn it back on. What do you do, baby? Yeah, shit, you know, just like always, man, just kicking it another week. Uh, some big moves I got planned in, in the next few days, next few weeks, so looking forward to that. Just keeping it on DL right now. Only a few people know. Just wait until things are official, you know. So yeah, you don't want to be that person that nah. says a bunch of things, puts it in group chats, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Hey, weren't you doing X, Y, and Z?" And it's like, "Nah, that fell through." Like, there's a couple yeah. of people I know that like they're always doing something, but they're never doing anything. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hate being that person, man. I I always try to wait till like the last minute to make sure everything is good. Then I, you know, run it all out to the people I care about and stuff like that because it's it's never good be, being that person. No one wants to be that dude. Like, For real. That's just a shitty feeling. Because not only not only do you let yourself down, you're also letting other people down. And yes, because they'll be I rooting for you. You know, they'll be rooting for you. They'll give you help. They'll give you advice. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, never mind. I'm not doing that. And it's like, we spent all that time game planning. But uh, I'm excited for that uh, as far as if and when that happens. I'll be cool to talk about you know another step in your life but um on this episode obviously we have mlb is not dead it's alive kind of sort of you know let's go uh, mlb hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the only time where baseball probably gets talked about then opening day and then nobody mentions it till about all-star break all-star, uh, yeah. when, when either trades happen again or home run derby but there's some action going on the last uh, 48 hours with that football Today was the um, open season, basically, for free agents and movement. A lot of exciting uh, signings and releases and you know, potential trades going down. Um, and then, obviously, the little things with, with basketball. Kyrie still can't play, and, you know, we got we got a, uh, an evolving beef with Kanye West and David. <laughs> um, what did you want to leave off with, with first? Obviously, with football, we got Deshaun Watson. We got Brady coming back. Uh, we got the, the the free agent signings. What did you want to kind of flow with first, and then we'll just freestyle the rest? Uh, I'd probably say, you know, start with the quarterbacks, man. That's that's really been the, the biggest topic in news. And at the end of the day, they both QBs. So, you know, that, that seems to uh, – man, I'm, I'm so sick of Brady, bro. So sick of this guy. Like, How much did that guy uh, buy, buy uh, the last football for? Oh, like 512K? Yeah, dude, that'd be it so It just bad. happened, too. He announced yeah. that he was coming back on a Sunday, right? And he just bought it on Saturday. Yeah. I'd, that sucks. I'd be upset, Hopefully but... he saved his receipt or, he didn't, you know, the wire <laughs> didn't go through. He could call his bank real quick. Or maybe Tom Brady would be a dude and, you know, hopefully take care of Probably, some of that. Probably, yeah. That's, that's a terrible investment. That's like 
When yeah. you buy the dip and it keeps dipping. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep and you keep buying like you an idiot. Buying. Like I like I have for the last year. Yeah. I'm like, please oh, yeah. end the war in Russia, end the pandemic, please help my bank account. <laughs> you know? But yeah, talk about Brady uh real quick, you know, as far as obviously we, we thought he was done, then he came back and I, most people yeah. felt like he was gonna come back. I, I definitely thought he was done. I mean, he's at a point in his career and his life where he's as far as football goes, he's literally accomplished everything that you can as, as a player. And I don't know, man, he just, he just comes back and says unfinished business. Like, bro, what, what unfinished business do you have? Like you, you literally <laughs> did everything. Like I was like a I stunt, like a, like a low key flex on people. Yeah. Like unfinished. Normally people say that when they go to one Super Bowl and lose, but he, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, like I get it. You know, you, you don't want to go out on an L and that was a, bad L that they took but it's like if you don't want to go on an L then you should have just left the season before after after you won that would have been like perfect timing to to go out but I guess he just was at home with Giselle and his kids and he was like bro I can't do this I, I I need to go play football again so I don't know what goes on through that dude's head like he's what 44 43 44 and he still wants to play I mean I hope at that age I, I want to do something as much as – anything as much as he wants to play football. So, right. I guess give him props on that end, but I, I don't know what, what, what else he has to play for. Like, there's there's nothing, in my opinion. Yeah, he said he wanted to play till 45. I think he got a little – I think there's never been a time where he flirted with uh, retirement, and obviously he did. This is the quickest – I've never seen somebody do it other than like Brett Favre where – he kind of went back every single year, but even he left it out for months at a time and then would come back right before camp. And then he would yeah. be unretired. He Brady wasted no time. Maybe he got a little, um, you know, get a little FOMO, get a little, you do a little traveling. He obviously the video with Ronaldo went viral where, you know, Ronaldo was like, Hey, are you done? Or something like that, of that effect. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And yeah, maybe he either sure. had his decision made that day. Or he made that decision that day uh, because obviously 48 hours later, there was a uh, a tweet sent by him that he was coming back. But we, we won't spend too much time on Brady because at the end of the day, it's we know what he's capable of. We know what he's going to go do. Uh, it was a, about a four-week, three-week retirement. Um, yeah. Um, whatever. Shortly. I like, I, like the, I like the gift that said uh, or the meme that said, fuck, fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids, yeah. <laughs> stayed home stayed home a few weeks. He was like, ah, I can't do this. All 365. Yeah. <laughs> As he should That's or shouldn't. Nice. But the other but the other thing that we talked about back with utility players, we spent many weeks on this where we had like a Deshaun Watson count was Deshaun Watson. It came out that uh they went in front of the grand jury or whatever, and whatever the legal terminology is doesn't matter because this show is we're not scientists and we're not attorneys, so we just bullshit the rest. But yeah. that they weren't gonna press any charges, legal charges. So he's not innocent, he's not a free he's a free man, but he's not necessarily innocent because there could be things that come about. But in the eyes of the NFL, there's no criminal charges. So shit, if you don't get criminally charged, we could move on. You know, you we we could kind of uh move on as a business. So I immediately fan um, team started to uh, draw interest. I think it's Carolina and the Saints. Yeah. Saints Carolina and the Saints. Yeah. So what's your, what's your vibe on that as far as the verdict or non-verdict and then moving forward? 
Man, it's it's kind of crazy to me with with how that that went because if he did or not, we 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 don't know. We we don't know what what really happened, but just the fact that as soon as they said that he wasn't going to get indicted, they immediately went and started talking um, about how you know where's he going to go, what's going to happen with this, you know, where's he going to sign or get traded to, and they didn't really focus with the issue at hand which is kind of messed up to me. It, you know, you got to address these things that are media. Don't important. care. You're innocent. Yeah. Good. We could talk football, you know? Right. Like he's still facing his civil stuff. Like that stuff could, you know, still civil. materialize as a professional so, who doesn't have a civil suit pending. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I was kind of upset with how they handled that. Like they don't really care nowadays. So, which is why sometimes it's so hard for, uh, women to to bring up these these things that, that sure. happen but that's a different subject um i i'm excited to see where he goes i don't think he stays in houston but it's just it's going to be fun to see where he's at because when he's at the top of his game he's a top five quarterback in the league because he could do it all i mean that dude could could throw the football as far as the length of the field he could run he he makes plays happen he He's tough to tackle, tough to bring down. So any team that gets him is is definitely going to be a contender to win the division. So I'm excited to see where he goes. I just got to see where, you know, the playmakers around him. But he makes those plays happen. It's just – like I said, I was, I was a little upset with how it was handled. But these days people don't care. They just want to get the story out right away. They don't care if it's right or wrong. Yeah. When, Pete, when it first came out, people were up in arms, you know, very emotional about it. He's horrible. I haven't seen on Twitter any of those people pop up again. Uh, I don't follow them, but you know how you you run into retweets and and comments and stuff like that. So I have not seen anybody uh, really distraught over the fact that he was. It's weird, right? People act crazy on Twitter when somebody's not even guilty, yet, but just accused, and then when they're proven not guilty and also not innocent. Those people still don't come around because you know they moved on to something else. Maybe they're talking about the war. Maybe yeah. they're talking about Kyrie, whatever. But it's uh, yeah. So it's over uh, on the legal side. I don't want to talk about it again unless something crazy comes out. But the football side is what you know our sort of expertise is on. The the Houston Texans already showed that they're not going to deal them a in the division or probably in the conference. They're the, you know the Colts gave them a phone call and they hung up on them uh, <laughs> basically. Up, yeah. And then the so it looks like he's he would go to the NFC, which Carolina and also the Saints are in. Obviously, I wish uh, my New York Giants were in a better situation, not coming out of some murky, you know, with the players and the quarterback and the turnover. Because I think we could have had a shot at him if things weren't different on our end. But excited to see him back. He's young. What is he? Twenty five years old. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. He's twenty five, top five type quarterback. So. I'm excited to see who he goes with. I will say if I had to pick between those two front runners of the Saints and the Panthers, unbiasedly, I'm just saying who I'd rather see him on. Uh, you you want to see him on the Saints because when the Saints are good, you know that that crowd is rocking. But I also do – I think they're in good hands. I think they have a good foundation. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him going to Carolina, bring that franchise up a little bit, but – as a, I, I guess, as another native NFC person, you know, uh, it'll be tough because that's just another. <laughs> now that we got Brady back, we got Watson back in the NFC, so 
now all of a sudden the AFC was way here and the NFC was here. Now it, it, it got yeah. stepped up a little bit. So all in the span yeah. of what, three days, four days, three days. Yeah. Real quick. Um, I, I wouldn't probably always nine times out of 10 say the saints, uh, just the fact that Sean Payton isn't there anymore. I don't, I'm not sure who their coach is. I haven't. You're right. They, they got, they got, they got to restart that foundation. Yeah. So about that. Unless they give up McCaffrey to get him, I would love to see him team up with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. CMC. That would be a heck oh, of a freaking duo. Awesome. Yeah, that would – I mean, any anybody would love to watch that, and that, that would be fun, especially with, you know, I think they still got DJ Moore. So yep. the, that, that team definitely – They got a solid defense. Yeah, goes up uh, just, just to watch, uh, not even to root for. So, yeah. That's I don't what know, I said man. unbiasedly, like as a yeah. football fan. Like if you're just a football fan, who would you want them to go to? It's like I would love to see those two go at it, you know, offensively and then on their mm-hmm. defense. That'd be fun. They they automatically bump up. They go from being three and what fifteen or three and fourteen to shit. They're right in the playoff contention, winning not winning the division, but you know, wild card spot. Contending for it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's he's one of those guys, he's a needle mover, like he said last week that you just you tune in to, to watch him play because that that's just how he's been since college since he was at Clemson and it's it's fun to watch him play. He does things on the football field that not a lot of people do and mm-hmm. he was definitely missed last year regardless of what he did or didn't do allegedly. So I'm excited to see him back, see what he, he brings and even though he didn't get charged or he didn't get indicted or whatever, the NFL is always that league that will just because he, you they heard of you doing something they might sit, still suspend you so yeah you gotta look out for me you never know. yeah so but i think by sitting out a year his that was almost like um unwritten suspension where it was like yeah. he served his crime of not playing like he was healthy it wasn't like he was battling injury and he was out i think um i haven't heard anything anybody say anything like that which is good that you brought that up because that would be the next thing to look out for but I think it's one of those things where it's like he's been out of the he's been out of the league for a year. You know, he's been under a lot of. I think he's served his NFL professional career um, time, yeah. maybe not legally yeah. time because whatever. But hey, there's there's something to be said to losing money, losing endorsements, uh, personal life being in shambles. You know, and and like I said, we're not saying he's innocent yet, but at least hopefully it's a step in the right direction in his favor. If you know things weren't as crazy as they were. Um, but there's, uh, to finish off football, there's been, there's a lot of moves, uh, over the weekend, some cuts, uh, over the last week or so we got Christian Kirk, man, for being a third option on the, uh, the Cardinals for what the two or three years he was there, he got paid right he got for the paid, Jaguars, yeah. Yeah. uh, Ingram, Evan Ingram of the, of the tight end for the giants, uh, went to the Jaguars, got uh, a decent amount of money. Trubisky, Pittsburgh, uh, Landry got cut. They traded um, what's his name from Dallas wide receiver. They traded for Cooper, yeah, Amari. Cooper. They got they got Cooper for for that was a weird situation, no? That was like supposed so. to be a, a a trade, like one for one or something, and then they cut him. What was that about? Uh, I think they traded him for like a fifth round pick this year and like a sixth round pick next year. Or but wasn't it before that, before knowing that today, wasn't it assumed that they were trading one for another or that was never in the cards? Maybe I was just. You mean like. Um, like Cooper, Cooper for, for Landry and then some Landry. other things going on. 
Oh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't hear okay. too much about that. Yeah. I know once they traded for Cooper, the Browns gave uh, Juice permission to, to seek a trade, and then they, they just cut him. Okay. That's that's weird, man. I I don't know. Weird why situation, right? Yeah. And then you got Baker, like, up in air. They don't know what's going to happen with him. So, it's the Browns, bro. Like, yeah. They're ass. Like, <laughs> they're going to do whatever they're going to do. So, I'm I'm excited about the AFC West, though. Yeah, I was just gonna say, shout out yeah. Zoe. He uh, he wanted us to talk about the Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, big big trades, big signings. Big moves, uh, they, yeah. re- they already they had, had a great foundation. So go ahead on that. Yeah, yeah. They they definitely had to ramp up that defense, which was already not bad. It wasn't a bad defense with Bosa. You had and a Durham. bad boy to that group right there. Yeah, Shit. and I mean Asante, I mean Asante Samuel Jr. Good good D, good DB, and then you had Khalil Mack who. Hasn't had his best years with the Bears, but that's another franchise. Sorry, Ben, that is wishy-washy. So, I mean, now you had Khalil Mack on there and you got Bosa on the other side. That's Patrick Mahomes is not liking what he's seeing right now. <laughs> I'm telling you that. So, that that defense is stacked. They they had to. They had no other choice because all the other teams were were making moves to to better themselves. Broncos got Russ. So. I'm excited to to watch that division. It's, Red Zone is going to be on fire this year, bro. <laughs> right? Excited. And we're still not even to, uh, at the draft. Yeah, it's still not the draft where things could move. Uh, you know, uh, rookies could could really. This is when you get drafted and you show your stuff at, at camp and you bring it up another level. I'm excited. Uh, as a Giants fan, we've been rebuilding uh, the last five years. We've done four rebuilds because we've had like four head coaches. So. You got to get excited as a fan every single time because that could be the one, you know, you don't want to yeah. be indifferent because this could be the one that really clicks for us. And then all of a sudden you, you don't want to not enjoy it for what it is. But also as a now I'm, I'm kind of getting rejuvenated with the NFL. Uh, I, I took a, about 10 years off, not really paying it, you know, paying attention, <laughs> watching games. But I use it as a social thing. You know, people coming over, me going out. Yeah, I like the Giants. It's uh, I watch a good game, make some bets. But now I'm like into it, listening to, listening to different shows, trying to get to know all the players as much draft stuff. So it's an exciting time as a, as an NFL fan, for sure. Just when you thought NFL couldn't take it up a notch, it felt like the NBA, right? Didn't the last week feel like the NBA for the NFL? It did actually. Yeah. The NBA is, is the greatest thing like social wise, but the NFL definitely stepped it up this past week. And, those moves, man, just have been nuts. I, I'm definitely tuning in. I'm excited. There's a lot of young players that are going to take over the game, and it's it's in good hands. I know we say that about a lot of sports, but the, the future is bright if it can just be managed right. If it, as long as it doesn't turn into MLB, I think we'll be all right. 100%. And, uh, you know, just to bring it back a little bit with the charges, you look at them, and you got powerhouses being built. You know what I mean? You got you got Herbert. You got the uh, Eckler still signed there with the as a running yeah, back. They re-signed uh, Mike Williams too. Oh early, my God! So you that, got yeah. you got some some good talented wide receivers. Yeah, now now you got defense on that end with both. Like come fuck. Yeah, that's another talented like LA got. If you're in LA and you're you're a no like you're like a Fairweather fan, you're going to be treated this season because you got two absolutely you know, elite two really teams, teams to watch. 
Yep. It's gonna be fun. Super Bowl defending and champs. NFL and loves that too. In LA, you got the L. You Absolutely. know, LA teams new new arena just had. The they Super knew what Bowl. they were doing. They knew what yeah, they were man. doing. That. that was smart. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. Yeah, Dolphins we'll see made what some I'll... moves. That's good. Yeah. What do they so, What do they do? Real quick. They uh they signed Chase Edmonds. Great pickup. I okay. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah, I would love a bigger back, but. He's a nice scat back, you know. He kind of does it all. He can receive well, run out to the yeah. catch type guy. Which had him in is, fantasy last year. When he's healthy, yeah. he could do a he's lot of point. everything. And then Connor took over late, so it didn't give him as many opportunities. Because yep. early on, he was getting a lot of you know a lot more rushes, a lot more uh, catches. And then Connor, when he was out, just took over, and they were giving Connor really even good. they were giving him receptions too in the backfield mm-hmm. and out in the you know for first downs and stuff. So. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I Solid. like the signing. He's he's a good back for uh, what Mike McDaniel wants to bring in that scheme. Yeah. So especially with now, Tua, if you will have a weapon, you need weapons. If you're gonna see yeah. what somebody is, you need to give them some some things yeah. to work with. They they know he don't really he doesn't really have that kind of an arm to throw downfield. Even though he's made some throws, they signed Cedric Wilson Jr. So it looks like they're kind of just doing it to have these like quick five yard slants, five yard outs, you know, seven yard posts, quick, efficient, short stuff, just to move the ball down the field, keep, you know, second and third short, which yeah. as a, as a fan, you, you got to love that because you hate third and longs. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, have kick field goals. So. And two is I'm solid. He's accurate with the football. Yeah, so he, he, he can really make those, those short throws and, and sure. Edmonds can make nothing out of something. So. Yeah. Emmanuel Ogba. <laughs> He, he had a good season last year. He's big on that D-line. So, I mean, the, again, all these moves, man, it's every year they do something like this and you get hyped up, you're on the bus, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, but then they go out yeah. and they're like 500, you know. So yeah. just got to see what the product is on the field, but they're they're using their money. And I think they still got a few more signings to get up. And, and then we got the draft. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I like your head coach. I seen him on Pat McAfee. I, I showed you the link, and like he said, everything's fun in games. Everything's you know all cool because he's uh, zero and zero as a head football coach all time. But you know, once uh, you know, once that kickoff goes to start the season, now you know if he's not winning, you know things aren't going to be as uh, as funny, and uh, he's not as cool and clever as he was right. before. But yeah, you guys got a good situation. I'm excited about the New York Football Giants. That's it for football. If anything pops up randomly, let me know in, in the meantime. But let's uh, cover some basketball here. We got, um, you know, Nets got a big win over Philly. Let's shout out your Miami Huge Heat win. Let's, let's, let's shout out your Miami Heat first, maintaining, beating us uh, last week. Um, still maintaining first place. It looks like you guys are going to hold that because you got Oladipo back. You're healthy real quick. What are you guys – obviously, you're maintaining first place. What are you seeing? Yeah, uh, we kind of talked about this a little before we got on. I, I hope we get that one seed. It's always nice to have that one seed just to have, you know, home court throughout the playoffs. And you have no excuses. Really, you know you played yeah, the best you could none. be. Now it's all – the pressure's on you to get it done. Absolutely. I, I really don't want y'all, the Nets, to get the eight seed because oh, I don't want I to don't wanna play <laughs> – I don't want to play you guys in the first round. If we can avoid – you guys, if we can avoid the Bucks and, and the Sixers until the Eastern Conference Finals, if we get there, that's my crazy Heat fan talking. That that would be amazing. Yeah. But 
yeah, we got Oladipo back. Kyle Lowry's back, you know, healthy. He had his own personal things. We got Morris back. Man, he he missed pretty much the whole season after Jokic, like, elbowed him in the back of the neck, whatever that That's crazy. I didn't even know he was still out from that. When they said he was back from his neck injury, I was like, he was still out. That's, I mean, I'm not going to call him a bitch, but (laughs) come on. like, Yeah, he missed, like, like, 50-something games. Right? Yeah. It didn't look all that bad either, but. I mean, it had to be some lingering stuff, but for, you know, for them to to hold that one seed with, you know, Jimmy playing iffy and Bam was out with the hurt thumb and Bam is just, bro, he's, he's really taking his game to another level the past few games. He had like 30 and 17 the other night. So I'm, I just hope that, you know, they, they mesh well. They, they put all these young guys, they got Gabe Vincent's been playing well. Tyler Hero's six man of the year. I don't care what anyone says. You can at me, whatever. That's he's scoring thirty off the bench. Like I was so right about that young cat. I'm so happy I get to talk that shit. And we got one of the best coaches in the league, Eric Spoelstra. So we got no excuses. No excuses. If we get that one yeah. seed, you you can't you can't say you know, especially by last year losing to to the Bucks getting swept. So yeah, that's the problem that's, about this year. It's like. You love the confidence. You love, oh, we we're in first place and we haven't been healthy all year. Well, now you're healthy. Now like now you got nothing to say. Like uh, I mean, yeah. anything could happen over the next 15 games. But that's where you want to be. You want to be in a position of power. You want to be in a position where the pressure's on you versus oh, you can make excuses. Oh, we weren't healthy. Oh, this and that. But everybody's got them. I can make the same right. things about the Nets, which they got yeah. a big win against Philly as it sits now. Miami's in first, Philly's in second. You guys are two and a half up on both teams. Um, I expect Philly, Milwaukee, and Chicago to kind of be still in that two, three, four, but Boston's creeping up. I expect Cleveland Cavs to fall back a little bit. They, they've they been falling back yeah. because they're a young they're team. They healthy. overachieved a little bit, and they're not healthy. Yeah. So you could only – that's why it's 82 games. You know, you could be good up until the 75th game, but those seven games you have left or 10 games you have left in the season, those could be the, the dog days. They really matter. Um, so right now we're looking like we're in uh, – Nets are in the eighth seed playing the Toronto Raptors. If it if the season ended today, like most pundits like to say, um, right. which it doesn't end today. But we would be playing in Toronto one-game playoff where Kyrie right now cannot play, which yeah. leads me to the next thing, Kyrie – doesn't uh doesn't play well plays against Philly. We beat them by 30. Great game. I was hyped, lost my voice. Then we play I was hyped too. Yeah. It, I think everybody wanted to see the Nets. Even if you're a Nets hater, you still wanted not to see the Philly do that well. Uh and then we played the Knicks uh yesterday afternoon. Short, you know, shorthanded. Kyrie's in the stands. Yeah. Fucking Fournier. What a bitch. Um Timmons out. Curry's out with a temporary injury, but then Kyrie, obviously, I love that he sat in the in the in the stands. Uh, a Me lot too. of people, you know, Michael Wilbon and and all the other clowns on ESPN said, "Oh, if you show up a politician, you know, you're giving him the opportunity to prolong the the law." And if a mayor is prolonging a law because a, an athlete said, "Hey, you should do something about this," or an athlete showed up to a game and sat in the stands. That mayor should be under investigation because it's not even about health or anything. Yeah, it's just about it's compliance. Nah, no, bro, it's it's the most ridiculous thing ever. That 
you know, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, you're just good. The I was fact, just the fact that he could sit there in the stands and it's even worse because he's sitting in the stands and he's closer to, you know, the fans. <laughs> it's not like he's even dabs on and the everything. court. Yeah. It's not like he's on the court where all the, other players are, are vaccinated if they wanted to be. So it, it's right. just, you can make it, a case that on the court would be safer for everybody than uh, in the stands. <laughs> absolutely. It's just kind of mind blowing to me, bro. Like this, this stuff is just, it's ridiculous, bro. Like the visiting players can come in there and play if they're not vaccinated, and but he can't, it's just, it just goes to show you how dumb and, and like retarded like, i hate using that word but yeah. it's just it, i mean you're it not using it towards a person so it's fine i hate it, people that it, don't it like just, the word you're not calling another human being retarded yeah, you're calling it a just, yeah, it's so, just so. it doesn't make sense man and you know it's it's gonna hurt the nets because it not only he's not able to play but when he does play you got to switch up everyone has to switch up how they play because what the games he plays he's gonna start you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna have him come off the bench. So it just ruins the flow. And basketball is poetry in motion. We talk about this all the time. It's it's a flow. You need the flow, and it's it makes no sense to me. Like it, people are like, oh, he should just get the vaccine. No, he, if it's a personal thing, if he doesn't want to get it, he doesn't have to get it. Like, what don't you get about that? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the Michael Wilbon he said today, and we'll yeah. end it on this because we could go on and on. He was like, he oh he doesn't if he wants to play, it's easy as getting a shot. He got shots when he was younger because he went to public school. It's like, first of all, this isn't what we got in when we were five years old. It's a totally different situation. And B, yeah. he didn't have the he didn't have the say to get those shots. His parents decided for him. So like, you could go on and on about the that that stupid old old man mentality of. They think it's as simple as, you know, getting a shot or not, where it's like the heroes that they loved, like Muhammad Ali, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they made tough decisions in their day. And they made things that people hated and, and scorned. The same way Kyrie's yep. doing now, the same way some of these, yep. Kaepernick and all that, where people yeah. hate it at the moment. Then years Michael go by, Jordan, you go, Like, Will Bond's a huge, huge Bulls fan. Like, he, I know for a fact he ain't going to be talking about Michael Jordan that kind of way. Like, Bro, Michael Jordan <laughs> did all the type of diva stuff. He walked off the court without shake, shaking the Detroit Pistons' hands. What would what would Michael Wilbon say about a player now if he did that? Exactly. My, Michael Jordan, when he was, was uh, gambling. He was sponsor, Sponsored gambling, he was sponsored by Nike. They had Reebok on the Olympic team. He put the flag over it, wouldn't show the re like. There's little things that Jordan also did as a quote unquote diva or selfish that Michael Wilbon calls Kyrie because he said he's not a quote today. He says he's not a good teammate. Yeah, not one person has ever come out and said anything close because it doesn't matter what he says, it's about what his teammates say. Nobody on any team has ever come out and said Kyrie is an okay teammate. Not even that. Yeah, he's not no. suiting up with him. It's all bullshit. You're not in the locker room with these dudes. That's why even our opinions are limited to a, a, a fault. But I feel like we're not doing it for clicks because we're not over here no. getting quote tweeted and, and getting clipped highlights yeah. on ESPN. So we're just saying what we what we think and we know is the best of Michael our Wilbonzo, he's always been a hater. He's always been super, super biased. Like, I don't know what happened with him. I, I loved him on PTI with, with reality. Or not reality. Uh, what's his name? Tony Kornheiser. Yeah, Kornheiser. I watch it every day, but this is the first topic that really cried in my gears when he said because he's, yeah, he's he, doubling, doubling, tripling down on it, and I don't 
agree with that. Yeah. And, and you know, it kind of sucks because you tune into that kind of stuff and you want to watch these guys because they're accredited. They're, you know, they're journalists. Yeah. They're, they're at the top of the game and you want to hear them break down the game. You want to hear them talk about basketball, but they want to go ahead and dissect what KD had to say. Like, by by now you should know what KD what KD says isn't. You should take it with a grain of salt because he just wants to troll. Like KD is is petty. Like I try to tell people, like I knew he was going to get off against the Sixers because that's just who he is. Like he's going to take that kind of shit personal. So I I don't know why they you know you feed into this kind of stuff and it's just I don't want to hear about COVID when I'm watching. Yeah, NBA like talk ironically. About Ironically, Kendrick per- Perkins had the. I think he's he's dialing himself down to be more reasonable because he. I think he, when he got on ESPN a year or two ago, he had to be that like shock, like take person. And I think so much heat is going on Stephen A. and some of the other people that Kendrick is almost taking a step back a little bit because he said today he's like sometimes you know he defended KD and Kyrie. He's like, sometimes you got to make a statement for things to change. You know, when, yeah. when universally something doesn't make sense. And I've been in that position as in, in, in a workplace, in an office, you know, it's, it's on a smaller level, but it's, it's, it has symmetry where everybody doesn't agree. Management knows they don't agree with it, but they feel like they have to. And then the people listening feel like they just need to say yes sir and then go on there's got to be someone that makes an example at least someone that says it someone gets a conversation going and then sometimes when that doesn't do it you got to make an example and that's what kd did by calling him out was he right was he 100 you know he's emotional he just got off a he just had to drop 53 points on the knicks on a sunday because his teammate couldn't play and the other argument is if he gets a shot or not that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the rule yeah, I would be emotional too. Like I didn't have to score 53, 53 and play 46 minutes today if my yeah. teammate would have played. Um, so I get it. And then Kyrie's doing what he wants to do. I love the way he handled it too. He said, hopefully after this, me and Mayor Adams could, you know, break bread break and bread. have a meal. Like yeah. he's not taking it any type of way. He's not scorned. So that's what you got to nope. respect about Kyrie. He might do some things that are a little odd or or against the grain, but you'll never hear him say some some crazy wild shit personally about someone he'll always yeah. take that high road which i and, gotta respect at the end of the day oh absolutely and perk's been there he, he's actually played in the game he's been in the yeah. locker room yeah he's out of everybody teammates. that's talking you know so he's he's been on multiple teams he's played with kd he's played with the russell westbrooks he's played with the james hardens like he he knows at least he's coming from experience it's not like yeah. these guys that you know they're great don't get me wrong they work like I said, they're, they're accredited. They're at top of their game. They're they're not bullshitting. They're not me talking bullshit on Twitter. These guys are journalists. <laughs> but it's it's still these guys hooped before. They they've been there. You're not just forming an opinion. So the fact that he was able to say that, and I agree with you, he has really toned it down and calmed down. And he's definitely making a lot more sense now. He's not trying to say Moses Moody, but yeah, I mean, I I agree with Perk and. It's we've talked about this before. It's always tough with athletes to interview them right after. Like they yeah. they just played at the top of the level. The NBA is no. You want joke. the sound bites, and then you want to crush them for it. Yeah. So you know you you can't can't be fifty fifty with it. You you got to take a stance on it. And I feel like it it just sucks because it's 
the Nets are having to deal with it. And not only are they dealing with it and losing out, us as fans are losing out because it's not just some, like, bench player that, that can't play. It's fucking Kyrie Irving. Like, we, we all lose wow. out. It's like he's one of the best players to watch. So, yeah, I hope it gets fixed ASAP. Yep. And then you had LeBron James tweeting how he thinks it's dumb. And if you're going to have anybody in any sport say something, Tom Brady and LeBron James are the two people in North American sports. When they speak, everybody listens. So awesome that he, you know, there's not too many tweets I agree with when he speaks, but that was one that I actually liked. And uh, yeah, I want to get it over with. Hopefully this uh, situation goes away because we're all losing out at the end of the day. I'm a Nets fan. I'm, obviously losing out uh, uh, more emotionally, but everybody's losing out is watching the game being played at its highest level. Um, that's it for basketball. March Madness is uh, starting. Uh, Selection Sunday was yesterday. We're recording this on Monday night. Um, not too much to talk about that. I don't want to waste time until it gets really into the, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of March Madness. Yeah, yeah. for real. Cause I don't, this is probably one of the first years that I couldn't name the top three picks top five picks like in that yeah. are going to get drafted or the player of the years uh, nominees. I, if you put them on the screen right now, I'd be like, Oh, I think I seen him one. Oh, he plays for Duke. But like, other than that, yeah. I don't fucking know. So I don't know if it's parody or that there's nobody really at that level right now. And I'm going to say a mix of both. Right. Real quick, yeah. No, I, I, I haven't tuned into to much college basketball. All right. I, wouldn't bet on college basketball either on anything spread money line over under because that is bro that stuff is yeah the most inconsistent thing ever uh my my canes got 10 seed a lot of people are picking them to win their region i i don't know if that's true or not i don't know how that will happen but i i like i said i didn't watch much so i i can't tell you who's gonna win i might not even do a bracket i'm, I'm gonna do a bracket just for the shits and giggles but yeah, it's I'm just going to be picking like, you know, people picking their first bracket just because of colors or mascots or uh-huh. whatever. You know, 13 always beats the, the fourth seed, 12 like always that. beats five or whatever, you know, like just based on experience. But I, I have no clue. I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. I, I can't name five, five uh, NCAA players right now. Yeah, it's so. uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, But. You know, maybe we'll do something like we did last year. Maybe we'll throw money into it. We got we to gotta talk on the side, get some yeah. people, because uh, I don't mind, you know, offering off a reward as long as everybody's, you know, having fun with it, promoting it, and, and get as many people as involved. So we'll talk about it off air, and we'll re- maybe release something this week to get people to fill out their brackets for Enter the Lab. While we're on the subject of sports, before we go into some other, you know, side topics and stuff like that, uh, at the fort uh last week went what two and one two and one yeah two and one two and one Not bad. episode 12 you i thought you had more picks than just three no i only had three i had uh two nba and one soccer so i got i got the same this week two nba okay. and one soccer that's how i'm gonna try and keep it you know a lot of good stuff happening in soccer uh with the yeah, real madrid comeback psg yeah call them uh Benzema. That boy Benzema. Ooh, what did uh, what did um, what did Mo call him the other day? PSG. What do you say? All right, go ahead <laughs> with the picks, and I'll pull up because it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, Wednesday night, it was Clippers Warriors. I had Clippers 
uh, Clippers, I think, came back. Yeah, Clippers were down, came back and won. They seemed to do that against the Wizards both games because they were down 35 the first time they played, came back and won. Uh, Reggie Jackson's been playing out of his mind. Shout out him. Uh, I had Real Madrid over PSG. Benzema scored a hat trick, carried that team. So oh, he called them. He called them PSG. I was. I like that. I was like, damn, I should have fucking before I tweeted That's something funny. out. I, w- I wish I would have knew that they they're bums. So Mbappe might be will be coming a Real Madrid. So we'll we'll get better. So I'm hyped about that. Nice. Yeah, that that was a good game. Uh, and then I had Nuggets over Warriors on Thursday night. That was the L. That game was freaking crazy game. Good game, back though. Back and forth. Yeah, really good game. I, I watched the whole thing. Curry finally took over, did what he had to do. He's been getting double, triple teamed a lot. So, yeah, he, he got off. And then uh, awesome. Jokic kind of – Jokic is crazy. <laughs> Jokic is – be doing everything. Uh, bro, I don't understand how this guy He's even – hooping right now. Yeah, he is – Vito sent out a tweet. I got to watch it. But just some of the yeah. stuff he does on the basketball is crazy. They they kind of got tired out, even though they were at home. Playing in Denver is never easy. They were on six games in eight days. That's that's ridiculous. I don't know how that's even allowed right now. Yeah. I know it's a long season and stuff, but you got to give these players more time to rest and just figure things out. But uh, this week, good games. NBA, I got uh, two picks for NBA and uh, one pick for soccer, like I said. Uh, both on Wednesday night. Let me just double-check that's true. Uh, while I'm doing that, I'll just say the soccer game. That's on Wednesday as well. Arsenal-Liverpool. Both of those teams been playing good games, but give me Liverpool. Shout-out Mike. Got to get that dub. Premier League, that's going to be fun. And then, uh, yeah, Wednesday. Yep. Both games Wednesday night, uh, Mavs and Nets. It's a big game for both teams, playoff seeding, just trying to get in the flow of everything. Nets are at home, so no Kyrie, unfortunately. But I'm still taking the Nets. KD's been playing out of his mind. He's looks like he's back to, you know, best player in the NBA. It's crazy how he miss, miss all those yeah. games and he just picks it up <laughs> right where he left Six off. Six weeks, it's, seven it's, weeks, and comes back like it's nothing. Immediately played like 35 minutes in his first game like nothing. Yeah. Great. It's it's insane to me. Um, he's just – he's on another level right now, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves just because of how he acts off the basketball court and mm-hmm. all the shit he talks. So uh, the other game is Warriors-Celtics. Warriors at home. We talked about it. Celtics have been playing crazy out of their mind. I think they're – probably the hottest team in the league the last like 20 games or whatever, but give me the Warriors. Clay's kind of getting back into rhythm. Dude, those two young rookies they got, Moses Moody and Kaminga. Right. We're watching a lot it's crazy. Of they got two Warriors. top five picks back to back. That's crazy. Yep. And they still got Wiseman who's who was hurt. He's wow. He's been working out, hooping. Like Drake Draymond can't, comes back tonight. So uh yeah, give me give me the Warriors that game the spread's not out yet but if they're favorited they're gonna cover i'll take that but i mean celtics celtics got a good team too jason Tatum. Yeah. They, they've hit a, a, good, a great stride uh them losing to the mavs on k on yeah. kg day when they retired his number i was, love it i love it uh, i love that they lost too but that was that was surprising because with maybe the emotion and the pressure got the best of them but that was uh 
That was a great game. That came right down to the wire as well. I had that on one of the TVs. Then would he hit a big shot, your boy. My boy. Yeah, man. He good for him. I I'll always root for him forever. You know, I got to know him when when the team was bad, when they just picked him off waivers and I'm I'm glad to see him get the bag and playing on a team with some promise, hopefully, instead of being on the bum ass Washington Wizards. Is that it for Bet the Fort? Just send those to me or uh, like you I did. You. I, I I gotta do a post for last week's and then we'll keep uh keep track of that. Uh before I forget, um fantasy basketball just started playoffs this week. So I think I, I was in the number two or three seed for my for the league I'm in. Uh yeah. I'm in the first round playoffs. I finished in third place. Pretty big deal. But my team's on a little debt. My stock on my team is down. I got a lot of injuries. Players are are burning out. But I did want to say this. I have I run a fantasy baseball league every year. We're in season six, Escobar season six right now. Um we Sheesh. have usually, yeah, right. It's it's crazy that that's, and we don't have impressive. the same. We don't have the same people coming back, but we have had the same nine or ten for the whole six, and then you know one or two. So if you're listening to this, uh, we we have it to it fill at least one spot right now, possibly two. Um, so if you're listening to this and you want to join a very competitive, you you win money. We, we've been doing. Uh, we're going to change it up a little bit. Um, you know, DM us uh, just so I can get you in the league. If you're into base uh, baseball, if you're you know, you keep track of it. It's a long season, so I understand if you're not. But if you're into baseball, let me know because I run a pretty good – I think I run a pretty solid league as a, a league manager. For yeah. If you want in, let me know. We have like eight confirmed right now, seven, and I always don't want to count on the same people coming in over and over. So just want to throw that out there. I, I've never participated in, in your league, but I know people that have and – from my, from what I've heard, you you definitely do a good job. I run a tight and, ship, as they say. Yep, exactly. League Absolutely. league standings are always up. Usually, uh, you know, Monday morning, unless I'm slacking. Well, now over last year, I was home all the time, so I got them up pretty early. But two point system, uh, pretty good. We're gonna. I think I want to do some like FanDuel's got me ideas where you know I want to do payouts throughout the year, throughout the season, like maybe reward okay. people per month, per matchup, whatever it is. Because uh, baseball is 23 weeks. Sometimes you forget that you even have a fancy team. So yeah, keeping exactly. people maybe making $10 here, $15 here throughout the season might, you know, hey, you could win half your money back and not even win anything as far as a championship. And that, that could be worth it by itself. So we'll see. Uh, that's it for sports, basically. Uh, let's go into some rundown, quick rundown. We're trying to do an efficient show, try out something new. Um, I've been talking super fast. This is kind of the pace that I like to go. Obviously, Fort oh. makes sense because you do the opposite for like peanut butter and jelly, lamb and tuna fish. Love it. Um, so let's lamb get into some, let's get into some uh, like a nice little quick rundown. Uh, Kanye West, Pete Davidson, He's text. back. That Kanye came out. Back. Man, he knows how to keep staying trending, huh? Those, was, I thought that was a fake. I thought that was a while. fake uh, conversation at first. I had to like keep scrolling on Twitter on the trending thing to make sure like a lot of accounts had the same exact text and it yeah. turned out to be true. Man's laying in his bed. I mean, That's Kanye's crazy. walling in my opinion. He's walling. Yeah. He's being disrespectful. He's much. making videos of killing him. He, so Pete <laughs> Davidson just clapped back. He's a, he's a comedian. He, he, hey. I'm surprised he held it in this long. Yeah, no, me, me too, for sure. And uh, he, you know, he was 
he was kind of cool about it. The, the worst thing was sending him a selfie saying, I'm in bed with your wife. Like, you know, that, I'm but, like, like your bro, white wife. Like, at, at some point, like, you got, you yeah. have to, bro. Like, you have to, as a man. Kanye, or as yeah, a human. Of course, after all the shit Kanye's been saying and, and doing and whatnot, like, you, you got to clap back. But he was, yeah. he was civil about it. He was like, bro, I told SNL to stop making skits about you. I told him to stop, you know, like, making fun of you. I've been trying to keep it, like, normal with you. But, like, hey, keep going over the top. Like, it's a little extra now. And, like, he was like, I, sh- I struggle myself with mental stuff. Like, yeah. you should go see We're someone. We're in the same know? boat, bro. Like, like, you're over here, like, talking about you have issues, you're going through this. But it's been out that Davidson's been, you know, as the same situation. Now you guys are going after – you guys are bullying – He, you're bullying – somebody that you hate to get bullied as well. You're a hypocrite right. at the end of the day. Kanye, you, you yeah. acting like you're a billionaire and, and you got all this shit, but you acting like a little bitch. You acting like a hoe. Yeah. It's, right. it's, no, nah, it's, documentary it's sad is to great, say. but you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> it's sad to say, but like at some point, like you got to just tighten up, dude. Like you can't hide behind, you saying you want to be there for your kids and your family and everything, but then you're, you're still doing all these things. You want your kids off of TikTok, but you're on social media acting like a fool. And like your kids are seeing this shit, bro. So Yo, it's like, he, he's not in like, touch with reality, dog. Here? It's really sad. And, and you know what's funny? He's a microcosm of what parents are. You know, parents be doing normal parents that don't have mental issues. They'd be doing the same thing. They act one way and then they look at their kid and be like, don't do this. And it's like, uh, kids are Absolutely. young and naive, but that doesn't make them stupid or not have a memory. So like, they're going to remember shit. So it's crazy. Yeah. He's, 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 I get it. The, he doesn't know how the to worst act. Thing is, the kids yeah. are the ones that are going to, are going to be affected Suffer. by most of this. Like yeah. Kim, Kim ain't worried about it. Like Kim, Kim, Kim chilling, you know, she, she's a billionaire. She's, she got money. Like Pete Davidson, not worried about it. Kanye, like he's going to be Kanye, but like, who knows how long or how bad like this shit can affect them in their life. Like I know they don't go to public school or whatever, so they definitely not getting bullied, but like shit, like it, at some point in their life, they're going to be like, ha yo, your dad's crazy. Remember he was wild on Twitter back yeah. in 2022. Like, bro, come on. So yeah. I heard the breakfast club because now I'm out and about doing things. So I listen to the radio. So <laughs> sometimes, so breakfast club, they were DJ envy was, you know, I haven't listened to them in years, but he said it right. He's like, you're over here talking one one way, and then you're showing another way, and you want your your kid not to be on TikTok, but they're gonna go, they're gonna get talked about just as much by what you're doing and how how foolish you're acting, where they probably wouldn't have been talking about it if you just let the girl be. You know, yep. I, I, it's a, it's a weird situation. We're talking about celebrities here, which I don't give a fuck about, but it's entertainment. Yeah, and we have a podcast, so I guess it's good to talk about and make fun of because everybody does. So uh, that's what happens when you're a celebrity. You make millions of dollars. People talk about your life. Your life is usually in shambles, and that's what you got to deal with. That's why being a normal person is always better off than being fucking. Yeah, Kim Kim was getting flamed on social media this past week because of what she said, like talking about, uh, you know, female businesswomen and entrepreneurs. She's like, you got to get off your ass and, and work your ass off and this and this and that. I'm like, bruh, like, if you don't shut up. Like, get a real ass first before you talk about Kim, getting off ass. Kim, you didn't become famous because of you working your ass off. 
in that kind of way. Sloppy jalopies. <laughs> so, like, you know, you were Paris Hilton's little assistant before anything. Just that's not the right way to go about this. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Uh, it is what I don't it is. I'm, know, sure man. That, I, I'm sure by the end, by when we record episode 14, there'll be something else that we could add to Of this course. Time. We spend enough time on it as is. <laughs> yeah. Um, quick rundown for me, and uh, obviously what I have, and then you could add to it. Um, Tatis Jr., fractured wrist. He's going to be out three months for MLB San Diego oh. Padres, which oh. sucks because they said he broke it or fractured it in the offseason, reported to camp. Obviously, maybe he didn't know about it. He hit it, but he's out. There's so much MLB news that we won't get into this episode, maybe. Next episode when some uh, NFL dies down. Uh, but there's been a lot of trades, a lot of signings. Yankees haven't done shit. Um, so there's a lot of things going on in the in the baseball world. Hopefully we'll have plenty of time. I do have a guest that I would like to get on from a pretty known, uh, known uh, podcast uh, regarding baseball that I would like to have on to do like a kind of season opener. Um, uh, let's see. I have down uh, Rihanna. I feel like every time I'm on social media or anything, she's just rolling around in a random party or a random mall or something <laughs> with a baby baby bump, like full out with a bra on. Like, your girl's I love rolling. pregnant women. I love yeah, pregnant women. <laughs> shout out pregnant women. I don't mind. Women, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out pregnant women. Like, I, can tell, I, I can tell some good funny stories about that, but <laughs> I know people that, I know the people that, half the people that listen to this. So, but yeah, Rihanna's rolling. But hey, Everyone you only get you only get you only get nine months to show off your your thing, and she looks good. She's selling you got Fenty that pregnancy glow. Is that pregnancy glow? Yeah, that's just a compliment to give people that look like shit. Sometimes <laughs> compliments, but whatever. Um, not all of them look like shit. Some of them do though. Like it's like, ah, uh, you don't have a glow. You just, I just can't tell you. You should look like you shower. Um. Oh, shout out! I'm rocking Scott Hall Razor Ramon shirt. Uh. He got put on life support. He got hip surgery a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, all time, go well. one of those all time greats that never won a WWE Heavyweight Championship. That for me, when I started not even watching wrestling, when I my first thoughts of wrestling involved Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Razor Ramon. Those are the, like the in the in the video games back in like 95, 96, when I seen it on TV. Those are the people that I seen, and uh, he got. He suffered like two or three heart attacks over the last week. Got put on life support yesterday or two days ago. And basically he's going to pass away. They're just waiting for the family side of it. Um, so shout out to the bad guy who's in machismo. My guy, Razor Ramon. That's the guy, man. It, uh, a lot of good memories when I was a kid. Yeah. NWO. Everybody knows NWO. If you're not even a wrestling <laughs> fan, NWO was like the fucking G unit. Of the early 2000s, G- late G- 1990s. G- yeah. Everybody, white, black, didn't matter who you were. You knew that. Um, and then uh, the last thing I have is obviously the Batman. Did you see it? We'll cover I haven't it real watched quick. it now. Okay, so we... I have not seen my, it. My rating on it, I, me and Vito talked, where uh seen it. Loved it overall. It was very good. Almost great, but not great, in my opinion. There's a lot of criticism that I could have you know, plugged into as far as the length of the movie was long, but there still could have been things within the movie 
that could have justified it being long is what I'm trying to say. Like, so for a three hour movie, I didn't mind it, but there could have been moments and times where they could have built a couple characters. Uh, what's his name was great as the penguin. Um, it was Colin Farrell. No, Colin Farrell. Right. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I always sure. mix him with, uh, yeah, it, uh, Huh. Yeah, Colin Farrell. He played the Penguin. I forgot. I knew going in like months ago. And then when I watched it, uh, somebody mentioned to it after. And I was like, oh, shit. He was the Penguin. He played it so well. Like, they're going to, I heard they're coming out with like a next Netflix series on him, on the Penguin. And they're going to do something like that. So that's going to be good. Hmm. A lot of things will yeah, come out. They're definitely doing us. They're definitely doing a second Batman. They're definitely doing like, some offshoots and stuff like that. Cause there were so many characters in the movie. Uh, I won't spoil it for anybody again, but just wanted to touch on it quick. Cause I said, I was going to see it last week. Maybe you've seen it. DM me, hit me up. But my overall score was like 7.9, 8.2 in between that range where it was go see it quality. Hit us up. Let me know what you think. I love to talk about movies and visuals and stuff like that. The music was great. Nice. And uh, Nirvana yeah. in it cut like that yeah. dark vibe. Yeah. It, it, was, yeah. it was dope. That's it nice, for me. What do you got? Uh, I mean, since we're on the topic of movies, I watched The Adam Project uh, the other night. Oh, yeah. Ryan I see Reynolds. that trending. Yeah, Zoe Zaldana. It was good. I, I liked it. Less. I mean, I, I enjoy anything Ryan Reynolds in and Zoe Zaldana. You can't go wrong yeah. with either or. So that, that was good. I enjoyed it. Good, good movie, you know, just to have on and kick it. So definitely watch that. Uh, and uh, I mean, as far as shout outs, I don't really have much of shout outs, you know, just it's crazy, it man. Not every, everybody, yeah, you know I mean? it's crazy though. You know, you said we'll do something like we did last year with the tournament, and like, I'm like, damn, we did that last year, like, shit, like, we still on, we still doing this, shit, you know, even if it's yep. not with Ben and Gravy, but we're still going. And uh, the only shout out I really got is Billionaire's Row, as always, uh, BR. Our boys, you know, BR boys. So I got to get myself another bottle at this party I'm going to uh, over see, the weekend where I'll see I Patrick. See Patrick, so. Patrick living life as always, you know, doing his thing. So shout out him. And they got, I saw some stuff that they got some NFT stuff coming out. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to that, seeing what, what they're really going to do with it. And if I got, you know, if I got the money hey. and funds and, and shit, I'd. Definitely looking to buy and whatever they got cooking up to, to support. Yeah, you keep so. you keep educating yourself, get building your shit. Maybe you fucking consult because at the end of the day, just because people got a lot of money and mm-hmm. you assume that they know a lot because they have money and they threw money, it don't mean that they don't know everything. So they could yeah. be looking. You know, you got to keep your eyes, hey, you know, eyes and I'm ears open. open. I'm always open for it. If they got that any time, we'll, we'll be they... signing contracts before. You know oh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You first, maybe as a single name, and then as an enterprise, you know, nah, Enter nah, Lab nah. Incorporated. We're gonna have to put some pen we, to to paper soon enough. We, we go something. together, baby. We we a team. We a team. Uh, actually, I just got a. Sh- I just got something that came to mind. Uh, shout out Larissa. That's the homie. I send her the podcast all the time. She gives me good feedback. She keeps it real. So shout out her for always listening and you know giving me real feedback on on what we talk about and not just beating around the bush or saying whatnot. She she listens. She likes how we talk about real life shit, how we make sure, how we intertwine things with, you know, topics that are actually matter and yeah. don't 
sugarcoat stuff. You know, we, we try to keep it real on here and say what people need to hear, not what y'all want to hear. So I appreciate her and she's got good things going for her. She's got good family, two good kids. So shout out her. That's awesome. And, uh, to end, not on a bad note, but on a, you know, what we just talked about, um, you know, I just went on Instagram and uh, an hour ago, Scott Hall did pass away. So of it live yeah. on the, on, on the, on the episode, um, while we were recording, he did pass. It was inevitable. And, uh, I'll leave it off on this quote. Cause I thought it was perfect. We'll end episode 13 in his memory. Cause he was a legend in his own right. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Mm. And to the left, episode 13. Peace. Peace.